We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. You not only deserve a fun night, but you're going to get two hours of mindless bar talk between two good buddies. You've come to the right place. John Hancock, how are you? Man, I'm tired. Yeah, why is that? I'm very tired. Well, my lovely wife. Uh Uh-huh. My beautiful wife. St. George Ann. The lovely George Ann had her knee replaced on uh, Thursday of last Ooh, week. Oh, that sounds horrible. It's been rough. and uh, But, <clears throat> you know, I uh, <clears throat> I don't like to talk. About yeah. Uh, but um, You've my, been a good spouse? My nursing skills have been uh, extraordinary. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm earning rave reviews uh-huh. from, from my wife for the first time in about... 25 years. Are you having to handle any <laughs> Are you having to handle any of the rebandaging and bandaging no, back no, up? No, 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 no. Uh, she still got the original bandage. waterproof bandage on. Uh-huh. That comes off next week. So you don't do any of that. No. So what I've got so is So what, what do you just get tea and uh, I get I'm I'm the runner. Uh-huh. Whatever she needs, whenever she needs it. Right. Boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm I'm keeping the kitchen clean, the that, dishes. Uh, well done. I'm walking the dog twice a day. Now, that is a significant development. That's like a mile and a quarter. What, do you walk and, around the block? It's a big block. It's it's not, the, it's there's not a no block, block in St. Louis it's that's a mile. a mile and a quarter. Let me explain to you how long this walk John, is. John, I've been to your neighborhood. And I live in a subdivision where, where the word hill is in the name <laughs> of the subdivision. And let me just tell you, it's tough. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Gus and I have been doing it. And then you got to pick up the poop. Yeah. You know, does the dog pull you along? He does. He did last night. Tell uh, me what times you're going to be out there, because I'm going to come get well, him to run uh, to me and pull you over. Uh, Gus is walking uh, when I get home tonight after ten o'clock. So, oh, late uh, night walking. Yeah, and you know, is it safe? It, very safe. Yes, but last night it took me a good five minutes to find the poop. Really? I mean, he did the. Well, thing. that's when you kind of look around, you pretend like you grab it and just yeah, move well, along. Yeah, well, no, I got the you know flashlight thing on the phone here, uh-huh. which usually when it comes on, I don't mean for it to come on, but I right. meant for it to come on last night. And uh-huh. I, I looked all over for it. It took me five minutes to find the poop, but I found the poop. Yeah, and I picked up the poop because I'm a good neighbor. And then where do you take it? You carry it the whole time. I carry the poop, Michael. Now, when you get home, do you immediately walk to the kitchen sink and wash your hands? No. Because I've got a full. Uh, my why would system, you not? Even if you've got, even no, if you've got no, plastic no, between you no, and it, no, why wouldn't you wash your hands? Because I've got my system. What is your system? Five paper towels, and uh, they're in the bottom of the bag. Uh-huh. Gus poops. I find the poop. 
Uh-huh. I drop the paper towels on top of the poop. Uh-huh. And then I put my hand on the outside of the bag yeah. and I grab the paper towels with the poop and the bag and I whoosh, scoop it up. Inverse it. Down, yes, into the bag. Never get anywhere near the poop. But still, you don't come and home and wash your hands? I probably wash my hands. I don't know what I But I'm See, I would be the whole time. I would be when thinking, I, I got to get back and wash my hands. Got to wash my hands. When I get home. Yeah. I am. I've got sweat beads on my, you know, stuff, and uh, it's not good. Yeah, it's a. It's and a this difficult... is just walking to the end of the block and back, right? Michael, it's a mile and a quarter. John, I've it's... been in your neighborhood. I don't even think your whole neighborhood has a mile and a quarter worth of oh, pavement. Trust me, you go down, you, you go up, you go over, mm-hmm. you go down. You, in the you now, I do cut it a little short. Um, <clears throat> go through the neighbor's yard. Oh, do you? Yeah, sometimes. So, Do, are are you able to control uh, Gus when Gus decides he wants to bark at somebody? Are you able to be oh, like, Gus, hey, hey, hey. So my first night after the surgery, yeah. there I am. And Georgian's been walking Gus for years. Yeah. So the first night after the surgery. I don't think anyone who listens to us regularly would be shocked. The there moment. I am walking Gus. He's doing, doing perfectly well. Uh-huh. Starting to get a little bit agitated. There's two dogs across the street. Right. And it was like. It was like the 65 Cassius Clay Sonny Liston fight. <laughs> down goes Liston. The 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 woman with the two dogs, down she went. She she tripped? I don't know what happened. Okay. All I know is she was there and then she was gone. Okay. And the dog was loose. And the dog came over to Gus and it was I mean, we had a dog fight there. Did they bite at each other? They were going at it. So I pulled Gus off of the dog, you know, and then you know, and I look over, there's no lady. And so um, <laughs> the dog takes a second run at Gus. Uh-huh. Now you're going to kick it. Yeah. You're going at it. And uh, so I pull Gus off. I get him settled down, you know, and the other dog left. And the other dog didn't come back because my dog is tough. Yeah. I look across you, the street. Yeah. Up from the ashes, Michael. Comes the lady. There she was. The yeah. little head popped up. What'd and she say? She said that she hit her head. And I said, well, you better have that head examined. <laughs> and uh, Did you go help her up? No, I got Gus here. I, so she finally uh. comes and retrieves her dog. And then uh, the, the good news is Gus pooped right away after that. So Yeah, well, I mean, all that activity yeah. gets you going. Yeah. It's like yeah. waking up in the morning. This is not what we were uh, going to talk about. Hold on a second, but I, I, I want to stick with it for okay. just one more moment, right. if you don't mind. Yeah. So you you wind up walking. You uh, the lady falls down. She hits her head. Have you yeah. seen her since the incident? No. And see, I'm not particularly acquainted with the neighbors that are like beyond five houses from really? me. Really? You know, Georgianne walks. The well, dog. you don't she ever walk everybody. that far, so right. you don't ever go down there. I do now. Yeah. I am a <clears throat> I'm the king of the neighborhood now. Do you, do you know what a meme is? What a meme like a, oh, like yeah, on yeah. A, yeah. Have you seen? I don't know if this is a meme or if it's a TikTok video. But uh, it it says if people acted like dogs, and this guy's walking in a neighborhood, right? Yeah. And he's got a phone on it on his ear, and then all of a sudden there's somebody else mowing their lawn in the front yard, and they see each other, and so they're acting like dogs. So they both just start. I'm gonna kick your butt. And then he gets to the end of the the end of the. And everybody's gone. And everybody just acts like they're normal again. How true is that? It is true. And uh, hey, speaking of dogs, did you see the dogs they brought out for the Queen's funeral today? Yeah, the corgis. The what? The corgis. That's their name? No, that's the breed of the oh. dog, Michael. They're corgis. Oh, the Queen loved corgis. Yeah, and so yeah. they brought them out there for yes. all the. 
Sandy, and... Um, oh, you even know the names of the dogs? I'm into this thing. Oh, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that later. But first, got to step aside because we got to check in with our NFL insider. Yes, there is nothing quite like it, folks. If, you've, uh, if you're one of the 12 regular listeners to Hancock <laughs> & Kelly on Monday nights, you'll know all about our NFL insider... He joins us after this on CamWax. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello there. It's Hancock and Kelly. We have something going on with our uh, our uh, audio. Uh, some technical difficulties there's, out there. There's lights going off and stuff. Oh, wow. John Hancock, Michael Kelly, yeah, well, yeah. And for uh, Hancock and Kelly Late Night. We're going to see if this is working. We go now to our regular Monday night special guest, Indeed. John Hancock Jr. He's our NFL insider. Are you there, Jr.? Michael, I'm here. How's it going? We're doing great, pal. As, uh, how's everything in the Windy City? Everything in the Windy City is good. Yeah, the weather's got to be perfect up there. It's absolutely spectacular in St. Louis. It was hot here today. Very but, hot uh, today. Gonna cool off I was here out soon. Watering the flowers today. Hey, uh, before we get started tonight, there's two NFL uh, Monday Night Football games. What's that all about, Junior? Yeah, so they've been doing this the past few years. They throw two games out there. You got the yeah, you got the Titans Bills and the Bills, the Vikings and the, the Eagles. Yeah, and the Eagles. Uh, but uh, it's kind of strange that they have two Monday Night games. If they're going to start doing that every week now. Not every week. So they've done it the past early on. Sorry, I got a bad echo going on. Ah. Ah. Why don't you, I'll tell you what, why don't you hang up yep. and call us back on the phone number? Yep. All right. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I've had that on the Opal before. Yeah. Uh, where you get the you get the echo. There's nothing worse than when you're trying to talk and you hear your own voice coming back at you. I did know you, you like to hear your own voice. Did you hear me say I was out watering the flowers? Today? Does he know what number to call? Uh, yeah, he should. Okay. So I was out watering the flowers today, uh-huh. and uh, it was hot. Yeah, it was but there. Warm I up am. There. My neighbors have no idea what's going on. Yeah, they they probably they look do. Out and they say they see me watering the flowers. They they probably think Georgian died. But there I am. I'm, I've got the I've got the little <laughs> spray going on. You know, you pinch the hose. You right. know how to do that. You I get do. The, you get the little uh, rain effect going. Uh huh. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. So I think we're rejoined now with uh, John Jr. You there? NFL insider, are you there? Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not good. Doesn't look like we're having an NFL insider it's, segment. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, stuff. I've got a lot to share about the NFL this weekend. Have you now? Yeah. All right. Did you, you watch any of the games? I saw a little bit. I watched. I'm the Tampa very busy. Bay. You know, I got, yeah, I got stuff going. Well, yeah, on. you're, uh, you're being a caretaker, Nurse you're, Nancy. You're nurse I'm, Nancy. I'm, I'm doing my nursing business while all that's going on. But I, I had the stuff on. Well, let's just talk about what we were talking about in the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yes. 
the silliest name in all of sport, is it not? No, it's a great name. What well, what does it mean? It's Buffalo Bill Cody. He was a very famous American. Why would you name a football team after a, a wannabe cowboy? He wasn't a wannabe cowboy. He was Buffalo Bill. He was the a, NFL insider is back. Oh, the oh, NFL finally. insider is back. All right, let's go to what everybody wants to know: the Carolina Panthers defeated by the New York Giants yesterday. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are now 0-2. Their quarterback, Baker Mayfield. What do you make and of we him? Have to start. We have to start with him. This is the man I've called the biggest fraud in the league, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And look, I don't want to dance on anyone's grave. I've been called something of a Baker hater, but all I've ever done is stated the facts. And I don't need the Baker believers apologizing to me. It's water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> has a winning record as a starting quarterback. Baker does not. EPA plus CPOE is an advanced quarterback stat. Since Baker was drafted in 2018, Teddy Bridgewater ranked 18. Baker's 29th down there with Jared Goff and Mitch Trubisky. Last year, Michael, Sam Darnold with a healthy Christian McCaffrey led this same Carolina Panthers team to a 3-0 and start. And even with McCaffrey this year, Baker has lost to the Browns and the Giants, outplayed by Jacoby Brissett and Daniel Jones. I take no joy in this. But I think the football fans everywhere are finally waking up to see what I've been saying, what I've seen since he planted the flag at Ohio State back in college. Baker Mayfield is not a capable starting quarterback in the NFL. How can you argue with this man? I mean, he makes such a compelling argument. Uh, as it relates to Baker Mayfield. How long do you think this experiment in Carolina goes on with him? So I think they'll run it through the whole year. You know, he is very comparable to a Teddy Bridgewater type where he can go in there, play a full season, win some games, but you're not going to do much more. How much money is this guy making? Uh, he took a big salary cut when he went to Carolina. He, he was due, I think, $18 million, and the Browns ended up eating a good, good portion of that. Oh, so he's still making the bank, but the Browns are paying it. Yeah, as they want to do. Speaking of a, you know, another poor mark on the NFL, the Cleveland Browns did something that hadn't been done since 2001, losing a game they led by 13 points with under two minutes. That was as unbelievable. This, yeah, and the team that last did that in 2001, of course, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> wow. Helmed by Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> well, 2001, that's when, that might have been Tim Couch. That's when they had that laundry list of quarterbacks. Yeah, they've gone through coaches and quarterbacks, and that franchise is, is cursed almost. And they, uh, you know, the Browns moved to Baltimore. They, they, the Cleveland Browns became the Baltimore Ravens, and Cleveland didn't have a team for a long time. And then they got an expansion team that they called the Browns again. And what have they made the playoffs like twice in the last 25 years, something like that? Yeah, it's something like that. They got one win because uh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't know when to hang it up. But not much to write home about in Cleveland, and it doesn't look like things are getting better. All right, speaking of quarterbacks, um, something of a shocker for me yesterday was Tua Tagliavoloa, or whatever his name is. Tagliavoloa, uh, baby. Yeah, of the Miami Dolphins, a guy who was fish. really a disappointment for much of his professional career. But, man, did he have a game of the ages yesterday. Yeah, well, you look at the weapons he had when he was at Alabama, and you pair him up with Tyreek Hill and Waddle. That's a that's the best duo I think you'll find in the league in recent history. And they both put up monster numbers yesterday. Twenty eight points in the fourth quarter, came back from you know twenty one down. Uh, that was a huge statement for Tua and the Dolphins. 
Yeah, and they have uh, those wide receivers. I think they have the fastest wide receiving core in the NFL. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They're quick. They can score from anywhere. And if Tua throws how he did yesterday, that's going to be a sleeper team to keep your eye on. Unfortunately for them, they're in the AFC where it seems every good team happens to be these days. Well, and they, they're in the same division with the Buffalo Bills, who are playing right now and winning 24-7 to for anybody. Of course, anybody that's interested in that is watching the game. But uh, the, the Buffalo Bills, in my estimation, and I'm curious to get your thoughts, we're visiting with our NFL insider, John Hancock. The Buffalo Bills, I think, are the best team in football this year. Yeah, you know, going into the season, it was the Bills and the Chiefs, Bills and the Chiefs, and that looks like what – what we've got after these first two weeks. Um, I think the Chiefs, we were expecting them to have a tough division, but the Broncos have not been sharp at all. Very disappointing start for Russell Wilson and the new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. The Raiders are 0-2. They were supposed to be revamped and rejuvenated. So with that division not being as strong as we thought, there's a good chance the Chiefs can get that one seed in the AFC. And Josh Allen going to Arrowhead hasn't worked out lately. Yeah, and then the uh, Cardinals wind up beating the Raiders in the last minute on a two-point conversion. That was a crazy game, but that's uh, not where I want to go. Joe Burrow, who's arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, doesn't have an offensive line in front of him. He's going to get killed. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the same story of last year. It might have been more of a flash-in-the-pan type thing that the run he was able to put together behind a shabby offensive line, but Joe Burrow you got to be concerned about that. I mean, his health's on the line. He's taken the beating every game. He does have one of the you know, top five receiving cores in the league, but he doesn't have any time to get the ball to him. Our NFL insider, John Hancock, joins us here. And before we let you go, uh, I happen to know that you uh, started your career as a uh, Little League baseball umpire. And uh, curious to That's right. curious curious to get your thoughts about that experience. How was it dealing with the parents uh, back in the day? Yeah, well, the worst thing that ever happened to me. You guys know catcher's interference. Yeah. So I had a kid who catcher didn't know what he was doing. His head was over the plate. Kid swings the metal bat, <laughs> cracks him across the side of the mat. The kid's on the ground crying. I had to give the batter first base. The parents were, you know, cussing me out, saying, what are you doing? He hurt my kid. The kid was standing in the middle of the plate. I mean, that rules the rule. And and so you were dealing with some very angry parents. Was that kind of a consistent thing throughout your time of being an umpire? Fortunately, they gave me a lot of the lower profile games where the parents were just happy the kids were getting outside. But anytime there was a lick of competitiveness, you definitely felt the parents were more into it and they were chirping, giving their two cents on on everything you're doing. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about officiating in Little Leagues and high school sports. It's gotten tough out there. John Hancock, thanks so much for joining us, our NFL insider. We'll be back after this on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Working on a nightmare. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. I'm Kelly, that's Hancock, and uh, John, this uh, last, about a week ago, I went out to St. Charles, Yeah, and I was uh, watching uh, God's Country, Country. it's where I grew up, Uh, watched some uh, high school sports. Did you now? And wound up talking to one of the athletic directors out there, uh... soccer. Oh, soccer. soccer. That's a sport, I guess. Yeah. I love soccer. You can't use your hands. Right. That's the whole point of the game. It is the biggest sport on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh You know what the score of the soccer game is, don't you? 
What? Zero, zero. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that, 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 almost any time you ask that question, uh, that's the answer. I'm assuming you're not going for any of the broadcasting jobs with the new soccer team in uh, town? He, he, what would you, he kicks the ball to Joe. <laughs> now Joe sends it over to Steve. Oh, Steve got... No, he didn't get hit because you can't hit anybody in soccer. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a yellow card. Did what you did ever play when you were a kid? I was on the Berkeley Bombers. Well, and you didn't like it? I was a goalie. Yeah, and how'd that go? <clears throat> you know, I, <clears throat> I, I I don't like to talk. Okay. <clears throat> but I was a, uh, for a seven-year-old, uh, pretty exceptional <laughs> goalkeeper. Yeah, did you make any big saves? Huge. You yeah. know, because on the penalty kick, uh-huh. you got this whole net there. Right. You got the kid out and there. And you're so small. Well, I, I was No, big, when I, you were a little I dude. Was a, I was a big seven-year-old. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, look at me. So... <laughs> So we got, uh, you know, the kids out there, and he, you know, they put the ball down, and you're standing in the middle of the goal, on the goal line. Right. I'll have you. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to decide. Left or right? Dive. Up or down? Yes. Yeah. And then you're looking you're looking that seven-year-old in the eyeball there, uh-huh. Kyle Finnegan. There he is. Right. And uh, he's, he's addressing the ball. I'm going to dive right. Uh-huh. Boom! He kicks the ball. To the right. Bam! I made the save. Did you Pushing really? the ball out. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, seven years old. Yes. I'm Congratulations. Right. Thank you. Thank you. So I wound up visiting with uh, one of the athletic directors out there, and they say the hardest part about high school sport right now is finding uh, referees and offici- uh, officials for the games. Yep. Uh, fast forward 24 hours later, I'm sitting in my office, I'm scrolling through Twitter, and there's a story about some guy who was roughing a baseball game and a parent lost their mind. Uh, umping a baseball game, yeah. a parent lost his mind, came out and started yelling with him and popped him across the face no. and wound up breaking his jaw. Uh, and it, and I think this is all going on. We just talked to Junior a couple of minutes yeah. ago about, you know, what what's going on in youth sport that, that parents, I mean, I was just happy to be out there. You want the kids out there. You want the sun on them. You want the wind to blow the stink off of them. You know, get out there and run around. And then, you know, we all know those parents. Who used to show up? I'm sure when your kids played, you kind of oh, knew. Yeah. Oh, Billy's dad's yeah. going to be yeah, a real jerk. Here he is. Oh, Here right. he is. Yeah, He's yeah. going to start yelling at the yeah, umpire. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what it is, I think, is that when you become a parent, that little peanut uh-huh. from infancy is going to be the greatest thing that ever existed in the history of the world. Yeah, he's going to be the next Ronaldo, you know, if or you will, in president soccer or you know, oh, okay. whatever. All right. And so you get into youth sports, and maybe your kid's got a little bit of talent, uh-huh. and uh, and you feel that they've been wronged in some way by uh, a poor officiating call, right? And the parents lose lose themselves yeah, because but- somehow that's going to deter <clears throat> young Sprocket from uh, getting his scholarship and going on to yeah, a twenty million, years from now, thirty million dollar a year contract. It's really sad. I mean, uh, watching the soccer game, there were two guys out there, and God bless them for being out there. I mean, they they had been collecting Social Security for a while. Really? Uh, that's how long you know. They, so the high school officials at the soccer game were were older dudes. Wow, really old. I mean, like retired seventy plus. Not not that seventies old, but I mean. For running around with a bunch of high school kids. Maybe I could do that. Uh, yeah, that that would be interesting. Pull out the yellow card, everyone. But you just kind of wonder what's wrong with a, a, a you know the parents that that they're doing this, and because that used to be a cool kind of way for a kid in the summertime to pick up at a couple extra bucks. You yeah. go ump a baseball game, Johnny, and yeah, yeah you get yeah. twenty five dollars, you get a free ice cream cone, and yeah. you're off on your way. But when then you got to deal with you know Tommy's dad yelling at you. Well, 
here's a little life lesson, Michael, that I've oh, observed this be good. In, the, in the many decades I've been planted okay. here on Earth. Okay. Some people are, well, they're idiots. Yeah. And, 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 and so if you're an idiot, the chances that you're going to exhibit idiotic Idiot behavior. behavior is pretty high. And so when you put 25 kids onto a field, that's uh, pretty much 50 parents, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think that still right. works in this new you know age we're in. Uh, you got 50 parents out of 25 kids. Chances are somebody's going to be a jerk. So but do you think that it's more prevalent now because of, um, you know, I don't want to get too philosophical, but I feel like everybody's mean about everything, like on social media and on Twitter and even the hot takes you see on Sports Center and stuff. It no longer is, you know, cheering on. It's also like tearing down others. Well, yeah. I mean, you and I do politics for a living, and we don't really talk about politics on our Monday night no. show, but politics has become very coarse. And yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a certain amount of that that is that is happening. And I also think the other thing with specific to sports is that now you've got all of these elite leagues. Right. And so, you know, the 10-year-old is trying to make the elite league. Right. And so if something, you know, he gets a call against him, he gets called out on strikes and it was, you know, the ball was six inches outside, the parent's going to lose their mind because yeah. Junior's not going to make the elite team now. And... I think that's put a lot of a lot of stress on the And I don't the get sports. it. I have I have nieces and nephews. Some of them are elite athletes. Some of them are just like me. They wanted to play the game well, and go home. You got the one that's like uh, Yeah, I've incredible. got one that's really 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 good. Yeah. Um but his parents are the most laid back of of all all the parents at the game because they're, they're not, you know, first of all, nobody I would hope nobody in my family would act that way. Uh that they would be the ones out there chewing out uh you know, referees. But I, I don't know. I just it, – it was really disappointing to hear it. And then you hear these stories from Johnny. I've talked to a couple of my nephews who have ref soccer games. Yeah. They say it's not worth it. You know, you go spend a Saturday out there listening to people yell at you the whole time. Yeah. Well, my parents never had a problem with that because I was such a poor athlete. Well, you were sitting on the bench. Uh, well – and so Although I you were to, the goalkeeper. You must have been big because well, you put Bombers. the biggest kid in, <laughs> in the goal. But I do want to tell you about my – what may be my greatest exploit – in the history of Little League Baseball. Oh, this ought to be good. So, I was a good fielder. Yeah. I, you know. I, I got one after you. I, I don't like to talk. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was a good fielder. They used to call me Scoop over yeah. there at first base. But I couldn't hit. Right. And because one of the first games of the year, I got hit twice uh, by the pitcher. And I just I couldn't stand in. I, I was afraid of the ball. So, they, they used to give me the take sign. When I would come up, and the take sign was the third base coach placing both of his hands around his neck, and, <laughs> and that was the, that was the take sign. And so uh, I was standing in, and the bases were loaded, two outs, and I get the take sign. Uh huh. Ball one, feeling pretty good. <laughs> Next pitch is on the way. I step out, strike <laughs> right down the middle. Wasn't a take sign, huh? Uh, no. Bases loaded. I get the. Uh, Two hands around the neck again. So, okay, I'll take. So I stand in. I <laughs> dig at the dirt. He comes to the belt, checks on the runners. Ball is headed straight for my head. Uh-huh. I am. I freak out as I'm running away from the ball. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're playing uh, St. Monica's, who okay. only had uh, eight kids that showed up for the game. So uh-huh. they didn't have a right fielder. 
And uh, as I'm running away from the ball that's headed for my head, it hits the bat. It goes into right field. <laughs> One run scores. Here comes another. I'm around second. I'm headed for third. There's no right fielder. I am so slow that I got a triple out of that <laughs> instead of a home run. Oh, but that's hysterical. It was, it was my best hit ever. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you I played much. junior baseball. I think my parents wanted to make sure that I – I was the only boy, right? I had five sisters. Yeah, so they right. wanted me to do some boy things. Yeah, so yeah. I, I went and played baseball. I'll never forget. Played for uh, one of these teams where the dad was the coach and the kid that was – his kid was the best kid yeah. on the team, you know? Well, of course. Oh, yeah, we uh, had one of those. Yeah, yeah. he was the best yeah. kid on the yeah. team. and. <laughs> So I, I, I said to the guy, you know, it was going to be my turn to go into the into the field. And I said, I got to go to the bathroom. And he says, no, you don't. Get out in right field. Well, I went out the right field. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I just whipped it out right there and started going in the right field uh, uh, fields. And they pulled me off the field. Well, and yeah. I didn't have to go back to baseball anymore. Yeah, you're probably, uh, you probably got a citation from the city of St. Charles. <laughs> I was a on little dude. Yeah. I was like seven years old. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom. I was like Gus. <laughs> When you get home tonight, trying to get out there. I can't wait for that. Hey, when we come back, a big day in the world today. It was the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain and uh, the Commonwealth. I found it very touching. Michael. I'm glad it's over with. We'll be back after this on KMOX. It's the same song. I understand. So what are the words to God Save the Queen? The Star Spangled Banner is a beer drinking song. Is it? Yes. There it is. Oh, there it is. Did you watch it? Saw some of it. I woke up this morning about 3.30. Oh, it's all happening. So I had my iPad there. What I was going to... I mean, think about the significance of this. I mean, this will be probably the last time in our lives... That we bury a queen? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think we'll bury a king, hopefully, in our lives. I mean, he's no spring chicken. My health isn't so good. Uh, yeah, excellent point. Yeah. What is Charles? 73, 74, 73. Yeah, right 73. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I wound up flipping on the iPad and, and watching on Twitter. There you go. Some of the stuff. And it was, look, it was very pretty. Yes. Uh, you know, it's very ceremonial. It's a huge waste of money. Uh, and it's I have gr- great reverence for the lady. Um, and she was a, an incredible human she who's was. been involved in, in so much of our lives. It is so hard for me to get past in the year 2022 that we still have people who are by birth and by God-given land, and they are ruling a country. I think the whole idea of royals and that they're being paid for is insane. The monarchy is a stabilizing influence for the British people. The monarchy is what draws disparate political viewpoints together. Right. The monarchy is modern day the symbol of the nation. Yeah, it's just I, it was very pretty. But I, I, I was looking at this whole thing that they were doing, and I don't blame the people who of of Britain. They were all caught up in it. This lady's been the queen for they the entire. In mo- in- but the amount of money that they spend uh, to to dress these horses up and braid their hair, and then you know put on little capes and weird hats and walk around and march, that's a that's a lot of money that they're spending to for for what purpose? The Queen of England has died, Michael. Yeah, and she was a an extremely important and significant. I'm not figure. arguing against that. All right. Now, do you think that King Charles 
will be a, an extremely important figure to Britain. No. The reason this lady is so, uh, uh, you know, regaled the way that she is because she did it for 70 years. Yes. And she did her duty. She did it wonderfully and went through, you know, I mean, you think about it, I mean, just in terms of the history, the collapse of the British Empire. I mean, that all happened while she was exactly the monarch. Enough said. Uh, it's over with. Yeah, but <laughs> the, 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 we killed. We, here's the thing. There, there is nothing like the monarchy in the United States that unites Thanks us. Thanks the Lord. We, we are, Donald Trump would like there to be a monarchy. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, our politics are so polarized. And they, their politics are polarized, too, right. over there. Mm -hmm. But they've got the monarchy yeah. that binds and unites that nation together. And, uh, and there is some value in that. I think there's real value in that. It, it was about 4.30 in the morning uh, after I'd been on Twitter for a while that I thought, what are you doing, you fool? You should go back to sleep. But I watched people march for a whole hour because the, they were all dressed up in costumes. Yeah. And then driving Uniform, down here today. Uh, otherwise known as uniforms. All the flags in the United States are half-masked for this lady as well. We ran them out of here. We literally had a war with them to get rid of them. Why are we lowering our flags for the death of, I mean, we don't lower the flags for the death of a lot of Americans. Well, we do. I mean, people of significance and, you know. But and, but 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 a whole week of having the flags down for the queen? Come well, on. Well, I mean, that week is now over. And I guess they do still have some period of mourning after the funeral now. It's been going on 10 days. Uh, yeah. I hope they kept her on ice. Yeah. It's got to be smelly. Well, you don't open the box, Michael. I mean, you're done. But um, that, so, that process is happening then. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, I don't want to think about that. I want to think. But about you don't want to think about the reality of what what that they've kept somebody who was dead in a box for ten days, pranced them around in the heat, and and now they're going to go. Uh, no, we're going to mourn some more. It's it's uh, it's about the national identity of their of their people, hmm. and that is their identity is wrapped up in this monarchy. And aren't, you know, aren't you grateful that our identity is not wrapped yes, up in some monarchy? I am. I, am. I, I would not want a monarchy in the United States, but I will say it serves a purpose. Now, Queen Elizabeth's father was King George the sixth. Uh huh. It was King George the third who was reigning uh, when the United States declared its independence right. from Great Britain. And back then, the king had some real power. Obviously. Yeah. Well, and he it, sang that song to him. You'll the, be back. The, sing, you'll see. The, the king, from Hamilton. <laughs> The king, the king and queen, the the ruling monarch now does not have real any political power in that. System, right, they just cost a lot of money. Should and they're a big tourism thing. Oh, it's huge, and yeah. they make a lot of money for the country. There's no question about that. Yeah, so you have no problem with them paying all that money for those guys to dress up and romp, prance around on horses. No, and stuff. I think I think it is a part of it. It's, it's not appreciably different from our elaborate Fourth of July uh, celebrations. Huh. I mean, you think about the collective amount of the fireworks that are spent by governments in, in this yeah, country. Yeah, you cities. mean the 4th of July when we're celebrating the fact that Our we threw the British yeah. monarchy yeah. out of the United States. But, but yes, that, I, I understand. But there is value mm -hmm. in those na national celebrations, and I think that is what is happening right now in Great Britain. They're having a national celebration over the life of Queen Elizabeth II, who reigned for 70 years. And so they called this the second Elizabethan era. That's correct. What will we call Charles's era? That's going to be the, uh, you know, the Chuck years. 
and so you know, Chuck the Third. Chuck Chuck is a transitory figure. Uh-huh. And until he hands it off to Will. To William, King William. King William. Will become King William. And, and what number will he be? There? He'll be one of the Williams. There's, There's gotta a be a bunch of, of Williams. And then his son. Uh-huh. George. Yes. He'll be well, George, George the, the seventh. seventh. George the seventh. He's well, a cute little kid. Yes. Well, he's about to I mean, you know, I think life's gonna be good. Now, would you want to be uh, in the royal family? Probably not, but I wouldn't know any better. Like, I don't think that little kid knows what's up. But what's crazy is they're teaching him, like, you are better than everyone else. You are a royal. This land was given to you by birth and by God, and you're that. I mean, it's just, when you really think about it, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> well. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, And then, you know, they're like, oh, all the royals are coming from all this other place. These people just killed other people better. That's why they got to be in charge and get to be the royals. Indeed. It's time for it to go over with. Well, that's Michael Kelly. He's got one point of view. I'm John Hancock. Sometimes I have another point of view. I think you concur. When we come back, folks. Oh, Shawn Michael Lyle. As, as, as fun as this has all been, just wait, because Shawn Michael Lyle joins us, uh, his weekly visit to the man from Hollywood, and the Hollywood stories that he will tell, you'll never hear anything like it. It's Hancock and Kelly. On KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 